Hi, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack. Today is December 13th, and as always, there's a whole lot of updates for you. So let's get started with this one from Joe. He says, the final feature of Atlas, we're drawing the ETH balance from mini pools. And then there's a code and it says, please select a mini pool to distribute the balance of, and then all available mini pools or a specific address. I guess if there's only one mini pool, then there's there'll be just one. But if there's many mini pools, then you'll have to go through them uh, one by one or specifically and get the excess ETH out. So this is a crucial step. Um, also, then there's a there's a formula for how it's worked out. So the R ETH portion is blah blah blah, and then the Nord portion is blah blah blah, and then it gets transferred out from the contract to to the addresses. So that's really cool. Let me see how this works out. Um, I'm not sure what this 24 divided by 32 thing is, but that's fine. There's some formula here where you work it out. So, um, and Joe says, whack, whack, attack. Uh, here you can have another ping. So that's really cool. So basically what's happening is when Atlas goes live, um, there will be, the contract will be live for you changing your mini pool into um, two LEB8s. However, the problem is that this excess R ETH that's available on the the excess ETH that's available on the on the mini pool won't be withdrawable yet because withdrawals won't have been enabled on the Ethereum um, main on the beacon chain, so that can be lost, right? So the feature of migrating will be on the contracts but hidden away. And this feature of skimming the rewards off the top or withdrawing the rewards off the top, that will be available once withdrawals go live. So I guess Joe is just kind of like working all those systems out, getting it all done. And the contracts are already in place, but this is like the command line interface stuff that's going on top of that. So that's really exciting. So basically what will happen is you'll have 16 ETH plus all like, for example, one ETH of rewards that you've um, earned over the course of a year. And then, um, or like, you know, more than that, whatever it is. So then you will take off that top amount, that one ETH that you've earned, and you'll have 16 ETH left on your mini pool. And yeah, and then of that, then you will do the code that we talked about yesterday, where you will um, divide it into two mini pools, into two LEB8s. So it's really exciting that all the front end stuff is coming together now, um, along with all the contracts that are already being audited. So awesome stuff. Thanks, Joe. Okay, next we got this update from Langers, who, um, when it finally loads, there's an update from Langers here about um, the new rewards tree, a thread that um, Joe set up. Oh, seriously, this is this is really annoying. I'm sorry. Let's just go and have a look at the the thread. Okay, let me just refresh this and then go and have a look at the thread. Okay, so the thread says, uh, ODAO proposal for rewards tree spec version 3. And Joe says, hello everybody, I'd like to kick off the discussion for version 3 of the reward tree spec. So the version 2 is now being voted on, I think, by the ODAO. Um, so it says, this is an amendment to the version 2 rules that the Oracle DAO must follow when constructing a Merkle tree that assigns RPL and smoothing pool rewards to each rocket pool node operator. So proposed changes. This proposal includes one high-level change to the spec. Beacon chain performance and mini pool activation exit dates are now applied to RPL rewards. So it's not just to um, it's not just to uh, the smoothing pool rewards like we have, um, but also to the RPL rewards that are coming in. So it says 
Currently, RPL rewards are handled very differently from smoothing pool rewards. They are handled on a per node basis rather than per mini pool basis. They are only prorated based on the node's activation date. They are not affected by all the mini pool activation exit date and they ignore the mini pool's attestation performance. This leads to many situations where nodes earn more RPL rewards than they ideally should. For example, a slashed mini pool or an offline mini pool still earns as many RPL rewards as a fully active attesting mini pool, even though they are not contributing towards our ETH's growth. In this proposal, and then Joe goes on to explain how the proposal is going to work, and there's an implementation reserved for when the candidate implementation is complete based on the final spec decision. And then activation timing in order to and then there's like 10 weeks away so enough time to get everything done so then people were like saying this makes sense and um, the current system is like this and explaining and people saying i like this people saying they support this and the one person who had actual like well actually um uh, dmc uh cartney um had some saying saying this makes sense because performing better than network average which is good and then um, Valdorf was the one who had some contrarian opinions here. And he says, I disagree with this quite significantly. And he says, the first bit I'm okay with. And this is onto the bits that need a vote. So he says, first of all, it needs a vote to pass because changing RPL rewards is quite a big deal. And then he says that instead of uh, rewarding RPL holders with people's performance issues, you should be rewarding the RETH holders um, and said like using it to buy RETH and then burning it. And then... Um, yeah, and then just kind of explain that. And then people were like, oh, that sounds good. Waldorf's ideas are good. And um, that's kind of where we are now. So, um, yeah, go and read this thread. Um, it's already getting really good feedback over the last 12 hours. There's been a lot of posts already, which is fantastic to see. So um, go there, have a look, and and share your opinion as well. So, yeah, okay. So Langers says... Um, there's a proposal to change the way the RPL rewards are calculated. Essentially, the um, the proposal has one high-level change, which is the beacon chain performance and mini pool activation date exit dates now applied to RPL rewards. Please read through the proposal and have your say, rocket pool, and then an emoji, rocket pool emoji. So that's cool. The next one, we have this update from um, Maverick, who says, hey, everyone. Well, it's certainly turning out to be another week after all, another big week after all. The remaining Twitter space and chit chats for what's left of 2022 are now listed in the Discord events section and their correct times and dates. Please have a look as tomorrow's call may have slightly changed since you last checked. Apologies for any confusion. So um, we'll have a look at those at the end. Um, it says 8th Ember Prep uh, continues to gather momentum behind the scenes. Um, and if attending, you have probably already completed the form in East Denver, but please help to spare another couple of minutes of your time to complete yet another quick form here. And there's a form, and this is um, especially relevant if you're interested in participating in the Rocket Pool events, volunteering, merchandise giveaways in Denver. The And so that, like, you know, Denver stuff is happening, like get your names on lists if you're planning and helping Rocket Pool. Finally, it says the below names accounts have been collated for the Atlas Research Gitpoap. So a few uh, weeks or months ago, you know, the, the team released a statement saying that um, the way we calculate the Gitpoap for Atlas will be slightly different from before. It's not just about people who contributed in, um, with code. It's also people who contributed in other ways. So the list of people who are getting the Gitpoap is Valdorf, Letters, Wonder, uh, Noshua, Dezodog, Fornak, Sam from the forum, um, Asunzio, um, Diagma, sorry, Diagama, sorry, Diagama, uh, Ramana, Jasper, Marceau, um, Scoot, Whisker.eth, um, 
Quicksilver, Base64.eth, A35U, uh, David Carter.eth, Ken, Kevster, uh, MiG21, Patches, Popash, Pieter, Nick S, Fornax, Object Object, Sheen, Whack Whack Attack, and Elfin Bob. So these are all the people who are currently um, slated to get the Git pop for work they've done contributing and promoting and everything, which is really cool. And um, Mav says, please refer to the post um, above this one for um, more details on the refresher. And then there's a link. This is if recipients could DM me with preferred recipient address for the pop over the next couple of weeks. That would be great. Talk soon. So I already sent my... Um, my uh, address for my pop because i love the pops so that was really cool thanks mav um so let's have a look at the events that are coming up over the next few weeks i'm sorry my everything's being really slow because i have so many tabs open for today's episode i guess oh yeah here we go okay it's just loading so there's normally chit chats and twitter spaces and community calls and stuff so um Maybe we can come back to that while it's loading. Discord is being really slow. I'm sorry. Okay, great. So um, this other thing Maverick teased yesterday, he says, interesting call with Chainlink an hour ago. So for those of you who've been long-time watchers or, uh, you know, um, trading uh, lurkers slash participants, you'll know that um, Chainlink is one of the next big Lego DeFi enablers, um, DeFi Lego enablers that we need in the Rocket Pool community and in the protocol. So Chainlink is an oracle that helps um, gather information and spread information to people who ask for it. So um, it's really important to have the Chainlink oracle because a lot of DeFi protocols use it for their um, the way that they display information about RETH and I guess even RPL or whatever. So um, Maker, for example, will use their own Oracle, but a lot of protocols like Aave and others use a Chainlink uh, Oracle. So we, you know, we've been wanting this for a while. So Maverick says, interesting call with Chainlink an hour ago. And then uh, nobody really talked about it. They just like dropped some emojis. But then um, a few hours later, uh, Phil cares the RETH said, oh, what? And Maverick said, oh, something, something soon, something. You know how it be. So this is really exciting that you know the Chainlink Oracle. Hopefully, it means that it will be implemented soon. Um, hopefully, it'll be done before the holidays. But if not, like early in the new year, I think that would really be another one of those like I call it like the hype ladder um, going into Atlas and withdrawals. Like getting Chainlink sorted out at some point in January would be absolutely fantastic because it would just let us um, build upon like keep that keep the ladder building up of, of hype going into uh, atlas and withdrawals which would be really really great so that's fantastic let's just go back really quickly and see if we've got those um events loaded yeah so there's a new time community call space which is um, jasper and Mavu will be joined by special guests from gamma who are helping the imc to manage rocket pools liquidity and that is taking place today at 8 p.m i guess eastern time i thought it was 2 p.m eastern time maybe i'm mistaken Okay, and then we have the weekly chit chat. Come along and chat in the voice channel, and that's uh, Thursday at 8 p.m. And then um, 2020's last bi-weekly community call, which is on Tuesday, December 20th, uh, also at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, as 2022 draws to a close, one final bi-weekly fortnightly report uh, to chat through. 
and Langers will return along with Mav and I, so I guess oh, that's Ken. Um, uh, and in change to our usual programming, this call will be hosted by Ken instead of by Jasper. And then there's another one here as well, if I can scroll down. Yeah, and then 2022's final Twitter space, the period between Christmas and New Year. Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, the period between Christmas and New Year is often a time of quiet relaxation, but if the rest of 2022 has been anything to go by, there'll probably be a lot for Ken and Mav to talk about on December 27th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So those are really cool events. I will select interested in all of those shortly. Okay, moving on. Next, we have an update from Nimbus that they are calling a high urgency update, a high urgency release. However, all is not what it seems. So Nimbus recently allowed um, remote signing, which is like the split mode to take place. Um, split mode is not currently enabled on version 1.7.1. So this high urgency release, Nimbus say, is excuse me for people who are on using the remote signing the split split base uh, split um form of nimbus which um, the most of us are not it says if you are not using that then you can skip it if you are using that then this is a high agency release for you so i just thought i'd give you a quick heads up about that okay next we have information from joe on the proteus uh, which is always exciting um so sleety here said miss this ping let me know what you need. So that's in response to Joe uh, pinging uh, Sleety yesterday saying he's ready to open up Proteus pre-orders. So let's have a look and see what they talked about. Um, sorry, I might just have to scroll for a second. And my computer is going really slowly. So that's really bad. Um, okay. So we get... Seriously, I didn't press refresh. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing better than my computer is. Anyway, let's come back to that. Um, okay, then we got more updates from Joe about um, about uh, the Proteus. It says, good news, everyone. So let's have a look what the good news was. And he said that I have been given permission to create a thread in here for Proteus pre-orders, but for people who don't want to wait for a website and know me and just want one. So I'm going to do that. So basically, uh, the idea was that Joe was going to create uh, a separate website, which is what Sleety and him were going to be working on. Um, but the team said that, like, um, if he, if Joe wants to, he can make a thread um, under trading, under chat, I guess, or under trading, to um, or whatever he wants, maybe under hardware, uh, for people who want to go in there and like uh, pre-order things, um, and they can they can sort it out, which is really really cool to see. Um, so it will be, um, yeah, like looking for houses limited to one per person that we can try to corner the market and resell. Um, and people were talking about how they could run Doom on there. And um, it just means, oh, and Lee said, do you have a price set up yet? And Joe said, uh, no, but I will by the end of the week, probably now that I know what all the parts are. And um, uh, Dr. Degenerate says, can, can I buy with Rocket uh, the RPL token? And Joe says, if you order it by that thread, sure. But don't get mad when I sell it. And um, then is the thread up already? No, he's this announcement of an announcement. And um, yeah, um, looking for Al says, will Wack 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 get to do a teardown? And maybe a drop test? And um, Joe says, sure. But if he's going to a drop test, he should probably get the fanless case. So yeah, I'm happy to get... Um, to get um, uh, one of the models 
and I can do a full review of it and um, talk about it on Rocket Fuel. So that means I get one for free, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was I was expecting to pay for one, so um, I'm I'm happy to pay for one and support Joe and set up a fallback node for myself. So I'm trying to go back and look at the thing with Sleety, but that's not loading. So I'll just put the link in the in the description so you can read it there. This is a really bad user experience. I'm very sorry about this. Um, I really should have like closed some windows or something. Okay, and now this is the feature that everyone wants and I know that I'm gonna ask for this feature. So um, Trevon.eth says, can we have it chirp like a smoke detector every time you get in the test station? So for those of us who are running a higher number of mini pools, um, I guess Ken with um, 60 mini pools, I think he has, or 50. Um, Ken, this is a feature for you, definitely. Like every 12 seconds, you'll get a nice little beep. Um, that, that would be really great, I think. So I think this is a feature that Joe should definitely add. And um, it's something that a lot of people, I think, will ask for. So, <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. Um, next, we have... Um, yeah, uh, the Twitter space. No, no. Um, we have this. Seriously, why is it refreshing? We had um, we had a um, comment from Patches who was talking about how we can make the Merkle trees faster, the generation of them faster um, once we get to uh, Rewards Tree version 3. So he says, I had an idea that could cut 30 minutes off. And then uh, Joe says, do tell. And uh, Patches says, make a Merkle tree of the validator index, publish the root to the chain, cache on disk. When the new interval starts, you only need to index nodes that are missing from the cached index. And then Joe says, okay, caching is more of an implementation and less of a spec thing. Is this going to be about the spec? But I do agree it can be improved and caching is going to be a necessary evil. And Patches says, oh word, in this case, cache is trivially verifiable. And... Um, he says you recalculate the Merkle root and compare it to the value on chain. Tamper proof. Joe says I like it. And Patches says woohoo. So anything that improves the user experience around withdraw uh, sorry, around rewards day is a huge plus. And I think that's gonna be really great. So I really hope that people can work on this and get working on it. It would be fantastic. So thanks for the idea, Patches. So here we have this um comment from Jasper who says uh from Gamma team, come join us for a Twitter space with Rocket Pool to discuss and answer questions regarding their RETH um, liquidity pool. So this will be happening right now, basically from when this video goes live. So stop watching this and go listen to the community space. It's taking place at 8 p.m. Oh no, actually I'm mistaken. It's taking place at 8 p.m. Eastern today. So um, it's gonna be taking place in about six hours after this video goes live. So, um, make sure that you check into that. I've got my reminder for it set and um, you can join us as well. Okay, next we had this really cool thing that happened overnight where um, Coinbase hit 1,000 trades of the RPL token, which is really exciting. And um, we had um, Walter Patricio come in and say 1,000th trade on Coinbase and lots of emojis say who's really happy about that. So that's a nice, nice uh, milestone. And Jasper gave some information. He says, I've been marking making a good bit on Coinbase. Uh, thank you for the RPL to market make with. <laughs> and um, buy, sell on Coinbase, reverse on CoinSwap, bring back the, yeah, like there's a whole process, right? Like I talked about it on Rocketful last week where you can kind of arbit whether it's like below the peg or above the, well, not the peg, but above um, 
CoinSwap or below CoinSwap slash Uniswap. So there's uh, definitely some arbitrable opportunities there for you. And Jasper's been doing that, which is really cool. So some of those traders will be directly buying and selling from Jasper, which is pretty nice to see. Jasper was explaining that it's quite easy if you have some RPL and USD slash USDC, USD equivalent on Kraken and on um, Coinbase and on your like DeFi platforms because then you can kind of like play all three of them and uh, there's always some arbing opportunities with them uh, because of the way the because of the way the uh, prices are set up on those on those exchanges butter had this question of um disby yesterday he said how did the flashbots interview go so we've covered this a couple of times already and but there's a few more details that disby shared today that like i think might be worth going into a little bit more detail so he says all right i guess this has finally happened he says, all right, I guess once it finally happened. Um, we're supposed to hear by Friday if I have a follow-up interview with Tina, technical and culture values, as well as a 15-hour working interview. Haven't heard, of course, which seems par for the course from their HR front end. They have nobody in legal right now, and the former lawyer was 10 years plus general counsel at Salesforce, so it's a little bit out of my pedigree. So um, this is also the guy couldn't really answer my probing questions about day-to-day -day infrastructure and arch architecture. I also showed up in a suit and tie and interview interview was in the ratty black t-shirt. <laughs> so did we then kind of like talked about um, how it was, the what the experience was like. Um, and he says, I don't know, I've never interviewed, worked with the tech startup. I've not even interviewed in the last 10 years. So then he gave um, uh, feedback on the process, which he says he was not super impressed by. And it looked like this. One, hey, we want to interview you, pick a time. And then the time gets picked and nobody confirms or no interview link. And then Disney followed up and still no reply. And then the later, several days later after the time passed, there was a, a follow-up email with no apology. And then reply, several emails go back and forth, trying to nail down the time. End up just picking a time slot. No reply, no video link. Looks like it's not happening. Get an email at 5 p.m. from the guy saying he's sitting in the video chat alone and guesses I didn't have the link and blames it on the tech stack. I reply and we have an interview. He can't answer my questions and doesn't even seem to know much about me. He says he'll follow up in max three days about whether I go to the next interview or not. Six days later and nothing. So the whole process has been a bit of a, a mess. I want to use a different phrase there, but I'll, I'll leave that. Um, he says, I mean, I don't even want to put them on blast on Twitter or burn bridges, but at this point, I'm probably just going to withdraw my name from candidacy if they actually follow up. So sadly, I think like with, with companies like Flashbots and other Web3 companies that are like kind of bootstrapping right now, then people might be having experiences similar to this where they're applying for jobs and it's not working very well. But um, it's a shame that this is happening to Dibsby and I hope, I hope, yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Next, we have this from Hoja, which is which I've given a couple of shout outs to Hoja on um, on the Rocket Fuel, talking about, you know, his Rocket Arb uh, website. So he says, with Rocket Scan's Rocket Arb page coming into maturity in presentation of the Arb information, I've added a button to indicate the decommissioning of and then his website, his Rocket Arb website. In some sense, when I first made the page, I was imagining it as another page on Rocket Scan. The header color was even chosen from Rocket Scan using the eyedropper tool. Haha. <laughs> now it actually is on Rocket Scan to avoid duplication of information and to consolidate presentation of market info. I'll be decommissioning um, the, his Rocket uh, Rocket Arb website. So I think that um, like his site was great. I really liked it. And um, Pateris putting it on the on the rocket scan website 
was beautiful and like he did a really good job of that as well but i just wanted to say shout out to hoja for like getting that information in the right place and making it really accessible for everyone and yeah it's been fantastic and now we've had over 420 arbs taking place using ramana's contract which is absolutely fantastic okay next we have this part of the episode where we talk about what work you did for the rocket pool community so um i released this post yesterday i said it's that time gang what work did you do this week let me know and i'll give you a shout out on tomorrow's rocket fuel i think maybe we can nominate other people this week too oftentimes some of our community members feel uncomfortable putting the praise on themselves so joe replied by saying i did leb eights and finished the proteus the proteus of course we were already talking about like almost every day this week which is huge it's going to be so great and then fizz says joe is my goat um and uh, and Joe says, by made LEB8s, I mean Kane and Langers and Dave made LEB8s and I just built a thing that lets you migrate to them. So like I was saying on the episode yesterday, like, you know, the contracts were written by other team members, Kane, Langers and Dave, and Joe is making the front end to let you like use them, which is really cool. And um, Superfish said, I don't want to brag, but I got Wack Wack Attack to replace his smoke alarm batteries. So that's cool. So thanks for saving my life, Fizz. And Criminal Noodle says, with with your help, speaking to me, uh, my help, um, he made and uh, contributed his first POAP. I've been here for years under a few names, but never really said anything. So it was really exciting to feel involved. Cheers, Wack. So Criminal Noodle did really great work with that. It was a beautiful POAP. And it was absolutely my pleasure to distribute that. Um, so some of these links are going to be duplicated because I've already got them. I already kind of went through them. So let me just make sure that I'm not missing anything. I'm so sorry about my browser today. Okay, and then we have this update from Patches who said that he's been working on the rescue node. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, next we have Zemo who said I made a Shrek meme and I got 26 kecks. Mad proud. Um, and that was uh, a Shrek meme with, with, uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, my computer's probably going to crash and die. Um, <laughs> hold on. It's, it's opening, I think. <laughs> Come on. It was a good one. It was a good meme. I, I give it a kick too. So it was about, um, it was about my smoke detector. Yeah, here's the video. Let me play it. Oh, there's no sound. I'm not actually going to play all of it. You can go and have a look. But um, it's from Shrek and they're hearing the chirping sound. So yeah, go check it out. It's a good one. Um, Patches says, I'm neck deep in prism code and the internals of the GRPC Golang package making the rescue node compatible with prism. Popash is making the API that makes it so we don't need to manually give out URLs. This thing is going to be ready before you know it. That reminds me tomorrow I have a final I have to file a bug with Prism, maybe even a pull request. And then he says, also, Fornax has been busy. Um, I haven't been active in support between my job and not building the, and not job building the rescue node out. He and Object have been holding it down. So Fornax and Object have been really great in support, which is fantastic that other people are stepping up when patches isn't around. And then Fornax came in and he says, shout out to Zero for helping us organize the trip to Denver. So I know that Zero is doing a lot of work in the, in the Denver channel so um, thank you for that uh, zero I think I like this idea of kind of people being able to nominate each other because it kind of helps us to see the best in each other and also um, like I said you know people oftentimes don't want to put their name out there even though they deserve a lot of um, uh, acknowledgement of the work that they're doing so that's really cool 
And yeah, we just got this one. So finally, um, ending with some good news that um, SPF got arrested in the Bahamas yesterday and it looks like he's going to be extradited to the US. And um, yeah, let's let's get this let's get this criminal behind bars. Um, there's a hearing taking place on Capitol Hill in Congress about um, uh, FTX and um, the new CEO, I think his name is John Ray. He's um, talking and he's being really like, yeah, he's calling, he's, FTX was handled very, very badly by Salmon Friends. And now it looks like the authorities are catching up with them. So he got to enjoy his last few weeks of freedom and now it's time to face the music. So let's hope he goes to jail for a very, very long time if he's guilty to the extent we all think and fairly sure he is. So on that note, I'm going to end this episode. I hope you all have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you all in the Twitter spaces this evening. Bye.